Hi there. Welcome to episode 5 of Oaktown Boys. My name is Dan. And I'm Corey. And it was not our best week <laughs> of all time. It was actually our worst week as a podcast, so... Yeah, bummer. Tough week. Me- mega bummer. Ace went 2 and 4. Um, not feeling wonderful, but... Well, thankfully the A's pulled off a miracle victory Saturday night. Or else it could it could be doomsday around here. Yeah, it would be. I mean, we're not. I'm not feeling great, but I would be feeling much worse if that not. It wouldn't have happened. Um, it's funny that gut feeling bad, bad, bad. pretty bad, bad, but um, still hopeful. Not yeah, I mean, we're still we're still our record's still good, and we we're in. We're, it's not like we're getting blown out. No, you know, like it's we're just not. It's it doesn't seem like very detail oriented baseball, and just stuff's not going our way. Every game in the Red Sox series was decided by one run. So you know, a few things go differently. It could have been a four and two week. Yeah, and I mean, there was never any point really in any of those games, except maybe when we got down four two. Yeah, in that last game. When that happened, when they that went up four two, I was like, mm, we're probably thought, gonna lose this. Thought game. it was over for we're sure. We're probably gonna lose this game, and then I guess. But, I mean, we'll talk about the extra innings rule in a little bit, but I just, it's strange times. We'll get strange times. It was a strange series. Yep. Tuesday, A's lost 5-4 versus the Rangers. They somehow got dominated by Fulty again, which is baffling. He's got a 5.17 ERA. He's 2-8 and eight on the year, 1.3 whip. He's not dominating everybody else, so not sure what's going on there, but that's just kind of the way things are going with the A's offense lately. Joey Gallo absolutely lit up the A's. He homered in every single game of the series, including two on Tuesday. Uh, he led, or he was third in baseball in exit velocity last week at 101. So he was just crushing it. I mean, you're talking average exit velocity of 101. That's that's yeah, fast. Over that's, the course of a hit, whole week. Yeah, hitting the ball really hard. James Caprillion was amazing again. Six innings pitched, three earned runs, six Ks. He was he did give up two home runs, which wasn't the best, but Romo and Wendelkin, Wendelkin had nice outings, which was a, a continuance of a trend we've seen out of Romo, for sure. Chapman homered in the first, and I thought the game was going to be a good game, um, but didn't quite turn out that way. Lowry and Moreland almost had a comeback going. They had two home runs in the ninth inning to tie the game, but uh, it wasn't enough or maybe pull within one not tie the game and i mean that god the give up a give up a two-run homer in the top of the ninth to go down by three and then you hit yeah. two mid morelands would have been a walk-off homer you acevedo know, you give up a homer to nick you give an opposite field homer to nick solak Ugh. acevedo's not passing the eye test for me no. and uh so he's gone actually he was op- yeah. or he's optioned he's picked up sam mole <laughs> we'll see yeah, how that goes yeah we'll talk about that in a little bit but that's uh we're there, I'm to talk about that a little bit right now. I guess I, they're not resting on their laurels. They're trying to do things. You know, they're they haven't they haven't just thrown the same dudes out there all year. You know, they've they haven't made you know like huge moves. They haven't like acquired mega arms, but they have been trying to solve that problem. Yeah. So that's good. But uh, I don't know, man. I Wednesday Wednesday was Wednesday was the best best game of the series probably. Um, 
They're, um, I mean, basically, it was Chris Bassett. Chris Bassett was incredible. Um, and Frank Schwindel homered. And it was a moonshot. It was like the definition of a moonshot. It was a bomb. And he, I mean, they hit it, he hit it right over the left field foul pole. And he, it was one of those times, it happens occasionally. And I think it's, guys hit balls so hard that they surprise themselves a little bit. You know, like he, Frank Schwindel hit that ball and like looked at it for a little bit. Like, oh my, like that was, uh, I really got a hold of that one. And you did indeed, Frank. Um, and yeah, Chris Bassett went seven. He was great. He's pretty much great all the time. It was, uh, it, it was interesting how it didn't even stand out that much. I'm coming to expect it from Chris Bassett, which is good in a way because that's awesome. But also I get a little bit like whenever he's not, you know, if he gives up like three runs over six, I'm like, what the hell are you doing, dude? Like <laughs> you're yep. supposed to be shutting people out. So that was a, a high point of the week for sure. The Giants game was great on Sunday and this game was great. It's becoming routine to see Bassett go out there and deal. Yes. Especially when we need it most. Yeah, and he I mean, yeah, when he it seems like anytime he gets into any sort of bind, he's just nails. You know, he just like cranks it up to a hundred and it's awesome. it's amazing. But all the starters for the most part are doing their part. But as you mentioned, we did win three to one. The one was a hey, Joey Gallo homer. <laughs> so yep. yep. Joey Gallo. The Joey Gallo parade continues. Yep. On Thursday, Sean and I finally had a clunker. His uh, brilliant June is seemingly over, but that's okay. I'm sure he'll get back on it. But had a rough day on Thursday. He did recently win the Pitcher of the Month, so it's not like he's having a bad year. So one one bad outing is not the end of the world. Yeah, his ERA was like 1-1 one, one in June or something, wasn't it? <laughs> I it actually really didn't look at his stats but before this, but I know they were good. He won some other award for MLB Network. But the oh, d- yeah, the Pitch Hand. He won the, he pitch, won the hand, pitch hand award. He won the pitch hand award. Which I thought was funny because they've been playing that thumbs game in the dugout. But anywho, uh, bullpen was continued. Acevedo and Guerra and Birch Smith all just kind of sucked. Um, not sure any of those three are going to be in the bullpen by the end of the year. Maybe, maybe one of them, two of them seems unlikely even. Well, I mean, I if if you would have told me at this point that. We were having consistently bad outings from Azevedo, Garrett, and Bert Smith. Um, my main concern with that would be that we were we were consistently pitching those guys. It's true. So um, it, it's it's it is what it is. It's not the most surprising thing, you know. They're not power relievers, so and they're not looking like power relievers right now. They're getting hit pretty hard every time they go out there. And the A's didn't hit back. They had no offense that day. Five hits total, no home runs again, and that was that. The Rangers series was truly disappointing. It was a it's a good opportunity to change their record within the AL West, and they continued to disappoint. Uh, the Red Sox series, however, was pretty dang good. And yeah, I mean the the Rangers series felt like getting. Dumped by someone. It was, it was. just such a bummer. I expected um, such a fun series, and it was not. Um, and but yeah, the Red Sox series. It was. I, I don't want to say that I don't even care that we lost the series, but it's about as close as I could get to not caring because it was popping. It was. I will. I was going to say twenty-seven innings of good baseball, but there was more than that. There was more than twenty-seven innings. It was fire the entire time. It was such good content. <laughs> and they, yeah, it would have been cool to win. Um, but if they play like this, 
I think at least how the Astros are playing right now, the Red Sox were playing better than the Astros. If we can play like this against the Astros, I think we can probably win that series. Yeah. We need to hit a little bit better, but we were looking good. The Red Sox are just really good. Anytime you the Red Sox are so good. It's crazy. Every every punch, counter punch. They're ready for everything. They have something for everything. And it seems like every night there's just another some dude's ready to do it. You know? Marvin Gonzalez, not having a great year, was all of a sudden like, oh no, I got this. Like I'm gonna hit the ball all over the yard. The and Red Sox and the Giants are eerily similar, right? Yes, now. they are. They really, really are. And it's like the Red Sox are it's kind of the Red Sox are even scarier because it's like the Giants with the DH. You know? You don't have to pitch with the JD Martinez. Yeah, for real. Coming at you. Oh my god. Man. JD Martinez also apparently an excellent outfielder again with a hose thrown out. Who was it? Who did he throw at home? Seth Brown? I don't know. It was bad. It was a bad time. But it was man, Mark Kotze. Not a great series for Mark Kotze. Nope. Um Friday, they lost three two. Montas was Okay, yeah. he's okay. Five and two-thirds, three Ks, three walks, two runs. Wendelkin, Diekman, and Roma were all great. Trevino, however, had a little hiccup in the 10th. Um, I'd say the story of the game was really Elvis finally had a home run. Yes. Off of Matt Barnes, who's having a pretty good year, you know. Um, and he crushed it. He hit it <laughs> out to dead center. And so I think concerns about like the complete disappearance of Elvis Anderson's power are gone. Now, like he, the dude is hitting the ball. I think I don't know if he should still be. I don't know. Like I don't know if that's still a spot you want to improve. I'm less sure that we need to improve it now than I was for sure two months ago. But um, he's been. Pl- he's not a problem right now. He came in clutch this whole series. Yeah, he's Elvis Andrews. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's the biggest compliment I can pay him right now. He's not a problem at all. It's a. It's a little unfortunate. He's maybe our best player over the past week. I mean, he. He's doing it all at the plate, actually. He is. He really is. He is. Um, and I, Sergio Romo was electric. He is pitching very, very well. He's and it is, it is like a masterclass if in having one unhittable pitch. You can, he, you can, he's what, 36, 37 now? And he's just still out there throwing 77 mile an hour sliders and making people like J.D. Martinez look dumb. Bro, JD, there was an at bat. JD Martinez swung and missed very badly at a slider pitch one. Waste fat, waste fastball up and away pitch two. Swung and missed very badly at a slider on pitch three, and swung and missed very badly <laughs> on a slider on pitch four. And he's hitting three. He is an he is an elite hitter. And Sergio Romo made him look like a dummy. Made him look like some guy that just walked in off the street and didn't know how to play baseball. And it's just like I don't. It's incredible to watch. I'm. Constantly convinced that he's gonna lose it and he's gonna because I, I if and when it implodes for him it's gonna be ugly you know I mean he's got nothing else but maybe it won't maybe he'll just ride off into the sunset at like age forty having had this crazy career of throwing sliders at people but, is this just a one year deal he's on yeah okay well he's he's doing well he is especially over the last couple months and man it is nice to have Wendelkin back it is really nice to have him out there he's good. <laughs> I forgot how good he was. Both those dudes came in so clutch Saturday. So Friday night, the A's got gunned down trying to uh, tie the game back up in extras. And it was a double play. And then, I don't know, someone popped out. Game yeah. over. Bad bad luck. Great throw by Kike Hernandez. Absolutely. A's killer. Came, he also got the RBI hit in the top of the 10th. But Saturday was a whole new ball game entirely. Uh, 
Seth Brown had a great day. He went three for five. He almost hit a home run. It was a double. He had a triple, three RBI. He did not strike out, which is news for him. Chappie and Murph also had three hits. They were both hitting the ball really hard. Schwindel had a nice pinch hit RBI double, so the offense had a good day. I think they had like 15 hits. Irvin was solid again, and again, we were talking about Romo and Wendelkin. They came in clutch in this game. It went into extras all the way to 12. I think Romo had 1.2 innings pitched and three strikeouts with literally nothing else going on. No walks, no runs, no hits. Elvis came in clutch again in the eighth to tie it. I went crazy. Our buddy Tanner was in town this weekend, and he was in the shower while this was going on. I thought it was like a rally Tanner shower thing. Rally shower. Because as soon as he was, it was great. It was like a flip switch as soon as he was taking a shower. Uh, unfortunate for him, he missed it. But he was, he was completely, entirely fine with the outcome. You know? Sometimes that's what it takes. That's how know? it works. There were a couple of miscues early in the game. Murphy and Tony Kemp. It almost got us off on the wrong foot it did a little bit but they uh, both came up clutch later in the game tk had that pop-up bunt did you what did you feel about that bunt? we weren't watching I, this game together i actually i meant to kind of comb through interviews to see if that was tony kemp himself or if that was because i it looked to me like he was bunting for a base hit i read it was a miscommunication and he yeah it sounded like he did it on his own yeah. Thinking it was a good idea. Um, and it, and I I don't know. It was frustrating to watch. Um, because a bunt pop-out is an ugly result anyway. It's maybe one of the ugliest results that you can have from an at-bat. Feels very wasteful. And a bunt pop-out with the bases loaded and nobody out in an inning that you desperately need to score in in a huge series feels crazy feels crazy. It feels like even if there was a miscommunication, Tony Kemp should have taken it upon himself to be like, I'm not going to do that. Nope. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can yell at me later if that if you if I if I turn out to like have defied you, but I absolutely I'm not going to bunt. And he did bunt and he just popped out to the pitcher and I that was one of those I knew we weren't going to score that inning. We didn't. And I thought we were going to lose the game. And yep. I <clears throat> it's crazy to me that we didn't. And I'm really glad that Tony Kemp got to get the walk-off sack fly. Because I, I, he was being interviewed after the game, and he said he thinks that's the worst base of the game of baseball he's ever played in his life. Yeah. And I agree, Tony. But it's okay. Water under the bridge. Nobody's mad at you, so it's all good. I thought we were going to lose, which really would have sucked my soul out. Um, it was painful. And I can't believe they scored three runs in the bottom of the 12th to overcome... The two runs that the Red Sox had scored in the top of the 12th. Uh, and they somehow they did it. Jed Lowry had a big double off the wall. Totally. To get to continue the rally, to get to the Tony Kemp walk-off sack fly. And, and yeah, also Seth Brown, right? Seth Brown came through clutch again. He, I think it was a single. Yeah, keeping the line moving. Um, he, he Seth Brown looks the part. You he know? does some days, and some days he looks lost. Yeah. Which... This is what a lot of those dudes look like on yeah. a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Because Piscotti's back. They activated Piscotti yesterday, didn't they? Yes, he's After coming the game. back. He's coming so, back. Um, and I said Brown didn't. It wasn't Seth Brown. They put Mitch Moreland on the aisle. Did you see that whole so it's kind a of mystery, vagary? Right? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, if it's like, I wonder if it's maybe COVID-related or something like that. It was, They said a family issue. And yeah. I don't know. 
But now he's on the IL. Yeah, I don't know. And he won't say why. Um, so I just hope all is well. Hope all is well hope for all you, is Mitch. Well. Uh, he's been hitting the ball hard when he's in. He's had a couple home runs lately. I hope he comes back soon. Yeah. And he just seems like a seems like a nice dude. Seems like a nice guy. And then yesterday, Sunday, July fourth. Happy the fourth of July. Happy fourth of July. <laughs> happy the fourth of July. That's how I say it. Apparently, <laughs> uh, it was a good day, but the A's lost, which yes. it soured it a tiny bit. They lost one zero. J Cap was amazing again. Seven innings pitched, five. Five hits, one run, one walk, career high, 10 strikeouts. Congratulations to James. Uh, 2.84 earned run average on the season now, which has got to be in the top 10, I'd imagine, if uh-huh. not higher. And, I mean, he is making a very convincing argument now to be the best player involved in the Sunny Gray trade. For sure. I think um, he's number one at the moment. Um, so, I thank you, James Caprillion, because if this wouldn't have worked out, that we would have really ended up not getting much back for that. Somehow Nick Pavetta struck the A's out ten times, allowed two hits. Maybe I shouldn't have said somehow. He's I think been he's... good. He's been pretty. He's he's had. I think he's. Uh, I think as is has been has been the story for a lot of his career. I think he's mostly really good. But when he's bad, he gets you know he'll give up like eight runs in two innings, and we'll really skew the overall numbers. But yeah, he was good. He was, and it wasn't even fluky. You know, I mean, it wasn't even. I they weren't even having like particularly terrible at bats. He was just, he's got this curveball's nasty. He's kind of nasty in general. Um, so I mean, yeah, I mean, it was a one nothing game. One nothing game is. They're terrible when you lose them, and they're awesome when you win. Yeah, they um, could have easily swept that whole series. Which and we had a chance great. to score on the ninth. You know, that that's one thing I love about this team. It's ninth inning. We are a dangerous ninth inning team. You know, they just they have they're different at bats in the they're ninth, always in. Ninth, ninth inning. Yeah. The A's are in it. They're and that's, only... dude. That's one of the, to kind of reference Frankie. I was I was thinking about this earlier and I forgot to bring it up. Um, Frankie Montas is not an ace, but he keeps you in almost every single game. You know, like he is. He'll give you innings, and he will not be uncompetitive. You know, so I appreciate that. You need you need a guy like that in your rotation. We love him. We do. Love you, Frankie. The A's are in it. Three and a half back, despite this recent cold stretch. They've only been on four and six in the last ten. Somehow feels like it was like zero and ten. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, um, and, but damn, thankfully Houston's been kind of stinky too. Houston's coming to town. Yeah, Houston hasn't been winning every single day. Somehow. Crazy. Super glad though. Yeah. So yeah, we have a chance. I mean, we're, you know, this is... This is a big series. I, I feel like, like, duh. But, I mean, I also Huge. worth also worth talking about. Today's bats are cold as ice. They got to get going. And I feel like that's not... We, how many home runs did we even hit this week? Like, total. Uh, not very many. It felt like zero. Jed hit two. Mitch Moreland hit one. Frank Schwindel hit one. Chapman hit one. Anders hit one. We hit six. That is not going to do it. It's not going to do it. Um, especially not the way our team is constructed. You know, like we, we're, we're good at a lot of things, but we need to hit home runs. And, and a lot of, we usually do, you know, so I feel like it's not an unreasonable expectation. Um, but it'll happen. I, you know, they'll, they'll, they're good players. They're not, you know, they're, I don't think everyone well, on the team stinks. So. Let's take a deep dive into this cold stretch while we're on it. The, the A's haven't won a series since sweeping the Angels, June 14th to 16th. 
when they were a middle in the middle of the seven game win streak. Since that series, the A's have gone six and ten. They've managed only a split of the four game set versus the Rangers. Every other series has been a losing series. During the first half of June, they had eight dudes with like a 790 OPS or higher. Since then, they've got four, two of which are Shamanai and Frank Schwindel. And Frank Schwindel has 11 at bats. Yeah, so Matt Chapman and Jed Lowry are still pulling their weight. I, in the midst of all like the turmoil of like not being good, I, Matt Chapman is, Matt Chapman's good to go. It's a great thing yeah, to see. I Matt think, Chapman's great. I think he's back. I think we're going to see a real, real hot Matt Chapman. Well, and I, even if, we, even if like, season. even if he doesn't get mega hot, I mean, I think the overall season numbers may not end up looking super pretty because he was like, it was a fairly elongated struggling period. But I mean, even if he's just himself, even if he just hits 280, whatever. Plays a mean third um, base in case you haven't seen it. That's what we're going to, um, that's what we're going to expect. And he, it's gonna, I think it's exactly what he's going to do. You know, I'm, uh, gotta love it. Gotta love Matt Chapman. He's, uh, he's my favorite. He's awesome. I got his jersey. I met him once. He's, he's very nice. I'm sure. Super kind. Took a picture with me. <laughs> it's a good picture. Too. <laughs> um, I mean, I, so yeah, I mean, that's what happened. That's it. <laughs> It was not, it was, parts of it were really cool, but overall it was not very fun. It felt like, being a baseball fan felt like a little more of a job this week than a hobby. You know, like, there were a couple points where it was like, man, this is, especially during the Rangers series, it was like, this team should not be beating us. Olsen is just cold as ice. Yeah. I mean, over his last 15 games, he's got one home run. But I mean, what he's, happened? he's he, he, I, he, I bet they're pitching him a little bit differently, but you know, also he might need an all-star break. That could be part of it. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I think he'll be, he, he, I know he's going to be fine. I know he's going to be fine. I'm a little sad. He's not in the home run derby. That would be really cool. But also that seems to sometimes not really be a great thing for people. You remember when Josh Hamilton hit a bunch and then couldn't hit anything the second time? That was like the last, was that when Josh Hamilton stopped being good when he did the home run derby? That's <sighs> when the magic was used up. That was incredible. And dude, you remember Bobby Abreu hitting twenty two in a round when it was like Bobby still Abreu. just ten outs. Yes, I remember that. Um, Anyways, that we're getting a little off topic, but home run derby's on our mind. We got Shohei in the home run derby. Oh That's my gonna be gosh. so sick. Shohei is there's like you're like running out of there's like there are no words there are no words to describe <laughs> it's it. It's hard for him to not just come up naturally in our thought processes. Um, and it's, I I noticed a thing that I noticed today that I thought was like hilarious in terms of like how it's impossible to encapsulate how good this dude is. The show, 2K, the show 21, they don't even really, there's no way to use him in the show the way he gets used in real life because the game just like does not compute that a dude would like hit and also play. Like, you know, he has, like, cards. There's, like, a hitter card for him and a pitcher card. And they're both really good. But you can't DH him and pitch him in the same game. Because the game's like, what? No. (laughs) (laughs) So, 2K, the show. The show can't even... The show can't even be representative of Show K. The only thing... Show K. Show K. (laughs) Show K. Show K. The first uh, player ever to be a position player and... Pitcher named to an all-star team. 
And he deserves it. He deserves it as it as the pitcher and as the hitter. But anyway, I digress. Well, in terms of All-Stars, the A's only got one. Um, They could have easily had three, I think. But they got one. Olsen made the All-Star game. Yes. Congrats to Olsen. He did. And we are... And any... um, Any negative talk about the All-Star voting process that happens later on in this podcast doesn't is not meant to take anything away from Matt Olson making the team. Matt Olson making the team because he had a great year. That's and right. we should have had a couple more dudes. Quick quick caveat, Olson is stone cold run right now. He's hitting one hundred in his past week. We've already talked about this. One home run in the past fifteen games. But throughout the year, he's been amazing. He's got twenty home runs. He's hitting two eighty three, three seventy two on base, five fifty two slugging. That's a nine twenty three OPS. Which is pretty you got He's crushing that. it. He, he might be fully blossomed. If he can do this for a few years, yeah, I'll be a happy camper. I mean, he's he's this is it's he's a, he's a star. He's a, he's he's our best player right now. Absolutely, um, no doubt. And I, some of the double plays that that guy turns from first base are incredible. It's really smooth. He is he moves like it looks slow, but you know everything is well oiled out there. Well, and I mean, I love him at first, but it's watching him play first. He could totally play right, no problem. He has before. You know, he did. Yeah, he did when he came up. That's he used to, when we had. I don't even remember who was at first. Brandon Moss. Brandon Moss. Um, but yeah, it's the way he moves at first. You're like he'd be a pretty good right fielder too. Yeah. You know. Um, but I want him to stay at first. I don't want him in right. In terms of other all stars we could have, uh, the position player pool is a little weak. I don't we think got, anyone else deserved it. Honestly, no, maybe Mar- I mean Mark Hanna got hurt. Got hurt. So that's if Mark Hanna hadn't gotten hurt. He was getting hot, so yeah. he might be up around the Matt Olson numbers, honestly, if he hadn't gotten hurt. Tony well, Kent. I'm looking at Mark Hanna's numbers. He might. I mean, you could make you could easily make an argument for Mark Hanna. He's he had a he's had a great first half, um, but I'm not. That's not what I'm mad about. Tony Kemp <laughs> is an all star in our hearts, and I think he he could be in the all star game in some other weird season with his current stat line. He's got a 3.85 on base, like he's had a good year, but. Um, no, not quite. I just don't think that. I don't but think the pitchers, the A's have some pitchers that could very well be in this All Star game on the year. I think Trevino and Bassett both maybe deserve to be in the All Star game, and you could make a case for Manaya. You could make a case even for Petit or Irvin uh, if Caprillion had like a full season under his belt so far. Maybe him too. They're um, really crushing it. I. I cannot believe that Chris Bassett didn't make it. That is bonkers. Chris Bassett is a straight up snub. That is, bo- yes, hundred percent. Take it to the bank, hundred percent. I that irritated about. I that. still think pro- he's such a snub that I think he will be in the game yeah. before it's all said and done. Yeah, it's if they if we got if one someone, week to go, well, something's going to get pitchers, shuffled around. Yeah, people are going to start and not be able to go. Right. You know, I um, think DeGrom, he's even DeGrom's one of going. those guys. So it's like all they have to do is name him to the team. He's not even going to yeah. play. He's pitching the day before, the two days before. Um, yeah, DeGrom, the same thing with DeGrom. DeGrom already said, so it's already starting. You know, I mean, it's already, there's already, it's already, there's already going to be some, some, yeah, some moving. But it is, it is ludicrous that he didn't make it. 100% ludicrous. Slightly <laughs> less ludicrous is that Lou Trevino didn't make it. I think Trevino is dominating. 2.01 ERA. That is 0.02 away from less than 2. Yeah. That's really low. 
Yeah, and he's not walking. But you know, I mean, he's he's having. A, I don't need. You know, we don't even need to go into details. He's having a great year. He deserved to make it. And the people. He's got thirteen. I don't saves. know, dude. Okay, so Lou Trevino, all the numbers are good. People love the saves. He's got thirteen. That's my favorite number. Um, Put him in the game. Be, and especially because Aroldis Chapman made it. And, and he stinks. And Matt Barnes made it. And my Matt hi- Barnes doesn't... I'm not saying... that uh, Aroldis Chapman straight up stinks. My right highlight now. of the week later is how bad he stinks. Yeah. Aroldis Chapman straight up stinks and should not have made the All-Star team at all. That's <laughs> like full stop. That's a that's a point. Um, but if I met Matt, him, I'd even, say he's a very I mean, nice I, man because he's scary. If you start to get down into like the nitty gritty of it a little more, I don't think Matt Barnes deserved to make it over Lou Trevino. Um, I think that Red Sox fans would probably disagree with that, and I would hear that disagreement because I think that's a it's at least a good argument. Chapman out, no way he's in. Um, Barnes is having a great year, but there's also a bunch of Red Sox on the team already. Like it's, it's you know he's. I think he's probably leading the AL in saves because the Red Sox have a ton of wins. He's got 19 saves. But the rest of the numbers are pretty comparable, and I don't understand. I don't know. I mean, it's... I, I there's think it's, this freaking roster. There's a little bit of East Coast bias going on because... And people just love... I mean, he's striking out a lot of people. I'm, I'm, this is... I didn't want this to sound like I was hating on Matt Barnes because I don't want to hate on Matt Barnes because he is having a great year. But Luchavino's also having a great year. And does Matt Barnes just make it because he's on the Red Sox? You know? Like, that's... I mean, yes. But... I don't know. And I mean, I was looking at, and I don't, I mean, he's, I was, I was halfway through writing my treatise on how Gregory Soto didn't deserve to make it over Lutrevino either, but then I realized that Gregory Soto is the guy that made it from the Tigers. So yeah, that, that's and that rule, I think, I like how the NBA does it. Not everybody, the Kings don't always get an all-star because the Kings stink. Yeah, and I mean, this is a, this is a good example of that. Gregory Soto, if another guy on the Tigers made the all-star team, would not be an all-star. You know, it, he, it, I, he's, he's having a pretty good year on a bad team, and I just, I don't know. It's, we deserve it. But I mean, also, I'm sure every team, every team's fans feel like they have a bunch of dudes that deserve to make so it. You say Kikuchi deserve it over Chris Bassett? I hadn't actually looked at what you say Kikuchi has done. Is he the only guy from the Mariners, though? Yes. Um, Stupid rule. He's having a pretty good year. He's not. He's having a pretty good year, actually. He's. He's. I don't know. He's not having a better year than Bassett, but I don't know. Chris Bassett. It is what it is. The Chris A's Bassett will, deserves to be on the team. The A's will continually be snubbed. We'll just have to hold on to that photo in 2014 of the seven A's All Stars. It was incredible. It was incredible. <laughs> it was. The, it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I, dude. I. Yeah. I'm. It's fine. It does because it doesn't even really matter. It doesn't matter. But it's it's about respect, you know? It's about respect. Come on. The A's were in first place like 90% of the season. Well, dude, the, you know, the I, we're, and we're hanging with the I. You know, I mean, it's it's arguably one of the be- one of the best divisions in baseball. You know? I mean, the Mariners are finally picking it up a little bit, pulling their weight a little bit more. And now we got three, maybe three good teams in our division, including, I mean, you know, the Astros are really fucking good. We're... We're pretty good. Occasionally really, really good. Um, and, you know, I don't know. It just... It's frustrating. The A's need to improve. It's frustrating to know that Chris Bassett is an all-star and not have him named to the all-star team. It's true. It's true. It's frustrating that the Astros are so good. And the yes. A's need to improve to beat them. The A's 
optioned Acevedo. He's not. He was not killing it. And, <laughs> he uh, looked a little. He looked a little off out there pitching to me. He didn't pass the eye test. And Jordan and they, Weems and is out too. Jordan Weems has been swooped by the D backs. Well, R.I.P. Sweet lettuce head. He he had very good hair. Um, and we picked up old friend Sam Mull. We're gonna do a quick deep dive on Sam Mull. In case you don't remember, he has only ever pitched for the A's in Major League Baseball before. In 2017, when he was 25, he had 11 appearances. This is gonna. This is actually crazy. I was looking at this. 11 appearances, 10.8 ERA, 6.2 innings pitched, and he managed to give up 13 hits. Was he only facing lefties or something, or was he just terrible? Oh, I mean, he was terrible. But you think he only pitched? 6.2 innings because he was so bad? I don't know, but like 6.2 innings and 11 appearances, that's like a lot of short outings where he got lit up, I guess. I don't, or maybe not. Maybe he only had one bad outing. Oh, we should have done a deeper dive. Um, it, it now is I feel bad for Sam Mole. Maybe he only had one bad game. It is apparent, though. The numbers, that is, that is layering. That's one of the crazier lines I've seen. Honestly, it's weird. ZRA plus 41. <laughs> 2.4 whip. Yeah. So, two home runs probably was the real issue. Oh, dude. And now he's back. So, yeah. He hasn't really pitched since 2019, but he was pitching for the D-backs in AAA this year. 5.82 ERA. Uh, 21 and two-thirds innings pitched. 15 walks. 30 strikeouts. Not so hot. But he was legit for the Giants in 2019. But now he's an A. And he was legit for the Giants in 2019. So, I think there may be something there. But it remains to be seen. Did to add another point to the Jordan Weems thing, they DFA'd Ryan Buchter to make room for Jordan Weems. Also an old day. So. <laughs> I didn't know about the Ryan Buchter angle. Yeah. I would, I, dude, Ryan Buchter, come on down. I don't, he, I, I, he he's, was, been, he's been bad. But he was good for us. He was a little Diekman-like, which is both good and bad. I could use that as a compliment or a... I would rather have another Jake Diekman than Domingo Azevedo out there. I'll tell you that much, yep. Yep, yep, yep. What's the coolest thing you saw this week, my friend? Um, far and away, far and away, the Jesse Winker interview about getting named to the All Star Game. Ooh, I love that. Um, he was just—it was like—it was one of the more like truly happy people I've seen. He was just—I mean, if you don't know, Jesse Winker's hitting the cover off the ball for the Reds. He's having a great year. I'm sure he's having a lot of fun. And got named an All-Star starter. And he was just completely overwhelmed by the fact that he had been named an All-Star starter. And just gave, you know, like, a very heartfelt interview, like, press conference about it, where he was just like, I, you just never see it coming. I never thought that this would ever happen to me. And he was nearly crying the entire time. And it was just a great moment. It was a great moment. It was a good baseball moment. It was awesome. And it's credit to him. It's not easy to be named a starting player in an all-star game. Yeah. To crack the outfield top three. I mean, you got to beat out the Bryce Harpers of the world. And yeah. And it's an and in name recognition also on top of production. I mean, there, I, th- I think even maybe last year, Jesse Winker had a better year than Bryce Harper. But no one's going to, you know, your average person does has never heard Jesse Winker's name. That's right. And definitely knows who Bryce Harper is. And you, you see know? it like Acuna out there all the time and he's amazing and he's but he's flashy as heck and Winker is not just handles not. business. But I mean I yeah, Ronald Acuna is not having a way, way better year than Jesse Winker. You know, they're it, it's pretty but you would think It's crazy know. to see the the popular vote 
Vote in Winker. In yeah, the top well, three. I mean, he and, and it is not many people his, know his name still. And I mean, his, but I, but I will say, the oh, numbers, it's worthy. The numbers it's worthy. are staggering. He is incredible. Is Castellanos starting too? Because he's also worthy. He is. He, yeah, I, I believe he is. He, he at least made it. I don't know if he's starting, but yeah, I mean, the last two seasons, albeit an abbreviated season last year, um, Jesse Winker is crushing the ball. He is really, really good, and he never strikes out. So. Good for him. It was great. It was awesome. I already liked him. You know, he's like fun to watch because he hits the ball really hard. But just watching that interview, instantly love him. One of my favorite people. Coolest thing I saw was the uh, Yankees implode further. Uh, sorry to your father uh, and other <laughs> Yankees fans. I myself kind of enjoy it to see the Yankees lose. They've just won a lot throughout history, so it makes yeah, they, me feel good they only as got a 27 rings as a baseball fan who has not experienced a world series championship in my lifetime it's kind of fun to watch the yankees lose um, so this week chapman imploded at least two times these are the only implosions i know, I know of maybe there were more but he gave up seven runs in the ninth to the angels uh, including a jared walsh grand slam on wednesday and he gave up, or he probably didn't give up all of these runs, but was a major part of them. Gave up six runs in the top of the seventh versus the Mets yesterday, and that included a Pete Alonzo bomb. Yeah, it brings me joy. I'm sorry, Yankees fans. I mean, he it's it's he's not my favorite person in the world, so I don't really care when he does badly. Um, <laughs> but the number that I in his last. Five appearances. Six appearances. Last six appearances, his ERA has gone from 191 to 471. The magnitude of the implosions is really what lures me in. He is, they are <laughs> nuclear. He, yeah. he is, he is not just blowing saves. He's like, he's, he's, you know, like really affecting up. money lines and stuff. You know, like it is, it is, it is ugly, 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 ugly. So yeah, that's a good moment. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on it. Fun thing to watch. As for the week ahead, we got the Astros coming to town. and Or no, I'm sorry. We're going to the Astros. Yeah. And also Texas in general. So playing the Rangers after that. I'm hoping and praying for a 4-2 and two week. We predicted a 4-2 and two week last week. We we're not correct, unfortunately. We are opposite. optimistic, though. This we're week, confident. We believe in you guys. This week I'm thinking 4-2. and two. I'm thinking 2 Two to one series victories. I think the A's are going to write the ship right in the nick of the time for the vacation, sail off into the sunset for a few days, and um, have a strong second half. That's my prediction. I think they're going to make a move soon. We need probably to. bullpen related. We need to. And the second half's going to be better because right now is not that fun. No, it's not that good. And for that reason, um, I'm going to go three and three. And just because of how Safe. things have, just because of how things have been, <coughs> I think we're probably going to win two out of three in Houston, and then go to Texas and lose two out of three. I like it. That's I, it's reasonable. We just cannot beat the Rangers. No, nope. I don't know what the deal is, but we cannot beat the Rangers. Yeah, and I would beat love the Astros. And I and I am. I have never been more ready to be wrong than I am <laughs> this with this prediction. I like it. But I am just. I I haven't seen us beat the Rangers, so. I don't feel like we can do it right now for some reason, but um, hope, hope, I'll help I'm wrong. As for specific player predictions, I'm doubling down on the Matt Olson train. He's got one home run in his last 15 games. It's been over two weeks since a home run, and it's time. I think, 
I think Seth Brown gets one. He's been hitting the ball well, and he was so close. So, I think we get a Seth Brown home run. Maybe a Stephen Piscotty reappearance as well. I'm hoping for hoping for the offense I in guess general. I may need back. to pivot off of that because I don't know. Seth Brown may go down, huh? I don't think they're sending Seth Brown down right now. Not with Canna out at the moment. Okay, never mind then. I'll stick with it. Um, yeah, Mark Canna back soon, hopefully. That'll be nice. That's right. That's a that's definitely on the look ahead. I've heard that Canna should be expected back post All Star break. Which would be from my inside sources. Which would be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter, maybe. AKA Twitter. <laughs> um All right, well, hope Mark hope 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 he's back soon. Need him badly. But I think that's uh I think that's all we got. Um Happy Fourth of July yesterday. And uh I mean Good go holiday. A's. It's right? unfortunate the A's are not playing on our day off of work and school and stuff. But they could use the day off, it seems. Yeah, so totally. They look exhausted. Onward and upward. And Let's we will... Bring uh, on the Astros. I don't know. We'll, and then next show's... We got... we. It's All-Star break, right? Next show's All-Star break. Um, so we'll have more information about whether Chris Bassett got his due, finally. And uh, yeah, we'll talk about what happened. Hopefully okay. it's better news than we had this week. Um, but that's it. See you guys next week. Adios. Until next time, goodbye!